Hey. Hey. <laughs> that is one of your favorite lines when you say hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. <laughs> Brings I, us to the topic. Um. Yeah. Today I was gonna try to talk about like communication. In particular, nonviolent communication, which is like a topic that I got into, how long ago is that, like four years ago? And I don't, it was something that when I kind of looked into it, I was really excited to learn about it, especially because like I was, I was like in a relationship with you, still am. But like it was kind of like we're still. I thought you wanted to say in a in a in a, in a person. <laughs> no, but it's kind of like when we were still relatively new in our relationship, and I was like, okay, I want to make sure that communication is really uh, good on my part, at least when it comes to how I don't know dealing with both like conflict and just like regular talk. And it was something that was. Uh, inspired I guess by me binging on YouTube once again and falling down that rabbit hole yeah I know I always end up like I always if if you are looking into a new topic the first thing is go on YouTube yeah that's your regular routine maybe (laughs) yeah the past couple days I've been watching this girl from South China and she's just been making like homemade stuff like from her farm so she made a coat out of wool and then they showed how she like got the sheep and she had to like climb the mountain and <laughs> and like get the dye which was from berries and then like she put the whole cloak together and stuff like that. That's cool. So yeah, I end up in like these weird corners of YouTube. <laughs> that one is I don't think that one's considered weird. It's just, you know, you somehow end up in those places and you don't expect to. Uh, but it's why the internet is for like I also sometimes binge like old recordings from like classical music or jazz. Mm-hmm. That's the great thing about the internet. You can like you have access to basically everything. Yeah. You just have to go and find a way to reduce the complexity and to uh, not get lost. Yeah. And, but, I don't know, it depends on what lost means. <laughs> you can get lost. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe I have just too much time on my hands when I decide to watch YouTube. Anyways, going back to the topic. <laughs> How did you, so, so four years ago, you came across Nonviolent Communication. It is a book by um, it's Rosenberg. A, yeah, the guy who developed it is called, it's called, his name is Dr. Marshall B. Rosenberg and I so yeah I found this because going down this rabbit hole I found these videos where um, it's called The And that's the name of the project and they take two people and they sit face to face with each other so the one that I watched in particular was a couple a married couple and they had they each had like question cards and they would ask them like um, often very personal and um, like very personal questions so things like um, like why, like for example, I think the couple earlier, like was there a time where you thought that our marriage was at risk, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to them talk to each other and the way that they, they, I don't know, I think they just had this very like strong sense of honesty and like vulnerability between the two of them and they just seemed really connected and I was like, whoa, I was like, how do I be somebody who can really communicate with my partner or with like people in general and I think somewhere in the comments someone was saying that this couple practices nonviolent communication and so I was like okay let me find out what this is and that's how I got into picking up this book or I ordered it um and yeah it's basically yeah how would you explain it it's another name for nonviolent communication is just like compassionate communication um so like when you think of violence it's not like yelling necessarily like it could be yelling um or it's not just like threatening people but it's also just the way that you use your words that might come off as um just like offensive to other people passive aggressive yeah passive aggressive stuff like that and um what like some 
uh, like I didn't like take notes on this book, so I'm sorry if I'm a little bit unprepared. I'm just going based off on like what I really remember. Um, so things like when you uh, when you throw someone an ultimatum, when you say like, mm-hmm. oh, like it's either it's either like you stay with me or I don't know, like this happens and you have to pick one or the other, or it's like either it's either me the, or the dog, <laughs> things <laughs> like that. Um, things like posing ultimatums are obviously a bad thing. This is not just a nonviolent communication thing. It's an, it's a general thing, but the basic principle of nonviolent communication is that it has four aspects. The first one is making an observation. The second one is acknowledging how you feel. Third is understanding how that feeling applies to your needs, and then you make a request. And it seems very straightforward, but the book goes into quite a bit of detail in terms of like, um, what, like how to make it not sound so awkward, <laughs> I guess, when talking. So for one, like when you go into observations, you have to make sure that you're not making um, an evaluation. So if, for example, if I, uh, if I am like lying in bed all day, <laughs> um, an observation, like a valid observation is you've, you've been lying in bed all day versus um, you're not doing anything something or like you are you're just lying there like or you you don't care those are all evaluations and judgments of what you think the situation is but yeah so you like want to be concrete you want to find something that's like that can't be um that isn't subjective and then from there you can say um well like when when you are sleeping all day I feel blank and so how does it make you feel does it make you feel um um, angry? Does it make you feel upset? Does it make you feel, um, I don't know, whatever adjectives there are. Sleepy. Sleepy. <laughs> and then you kind of apply to like, what, it, why, why are you feeling this way? What needs of yours has been violated? So if I am, um, just in bed all day, is it because you value, um, discipline and hard work and um, when you see that I don't kind of um, follow the same things does that hurt you because it affects your values and like goes against what you believe in and then from there you kind of make a request so something that um, something that I may be able to do and I might not be able to do but the point is that you have a request and not a demand you're not saying oh I want you to like stop lying in bed all day it's more of like would you be willing to so it's more like the framing or yeah because I think the way of course like it's important to say like what you want to say but I think there's all there's always like a good way to deliver it um because I think people as much as we would like to believe we're we're very emotional people and those emotions can get in the way of how we even perceive other people. Like, the reason why we get so upset with other people is probably because we just haven't communicated properly. Or I think that a lot of conflicts in the world and just with other friends or peers or family and stuff like that, a lot of those conflicts can be resolved if people just were better at communicating. And -hmm. I guess we do learn about this when we were kids, but... At a certain point, they kind of just assume that you remember these rules and you stop going over again them again. So, what what are concrete situations? So, there is a personal level, yeah. but then also a. Uh, I I think the framework uh, can be applied to a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Also, very important in a business setting. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. go through some examples. Maybe that would be interesting. Oh gosh, uh, I wish I had like gone through all the different examples. But no, just just like to to make me because I read the book mm-hmm. a bit. I skimmed through it. But what was your I, impression of it? I think it's cool, and I want to read it more in depth. But mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, I, I feel there is a valuable lesson and there is probably a reason why a lot of people resonate to it. Like the, the concept is something that's probably, yeah, like we said, it's important for 
personal relationship. I think it can help in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. Diplomacy, politics, yeah. business, and maybe also for other cultures because I think the way how... So, so there is direct communication countries like Germany. For, mm -hmm. Germany is a very direct communication. Yeah. Countries will say oh, you did that wrong. Like, why did you yeah. not finish the project on time? Or yeah. why didn't you finish your PowerPoint presentation mm. or whatnot? And then there are other countries that have more of this formal um, uh, communication already in inside their culture, like France, for instance, very mm -hmm. like much about like the manners. And also I think that the American culture is more about like how you phrase it. You would rather say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm afraid to tell you, but maybe next time you can deliver your PowerPoint presentation mm -hmm. on time or you can put more effort into it or yeah. you can work on, on your skills, right? So mm -hmm. I, I think that is also an, an interesting part. Yeah, also like a good point with like different cultures is that... Um, People often, I think, experience more of this like culture shock whenever coming across different like mm. when going to different countries, and I think it's just because there's a different assumption of what the values are, and that goes down to like one of the points. So, like um, for example, Germans value um, kind of following a set of rules and having this sort of status quo. And it's very technical. Like, yeah. Very like you follow a certain... Yeah. It's a very, also very law, like according to the law. Yeah. It is like you bro broke the law or something yeah. like that. And I think maybe people find comfort in that because then they know that if these laws are abided by, then, um, then you have... I don't know, peace and you have like order and you don't have so much chaos going on. And I think people maybe like this sense of peace and structure. And um, and I think for somebody who is used to not having to follow these rules, it might be something to get used to. But um, did, you, did you have this experience? Because you come actually like you, you are used to the American culture, but mm -hmm. also you have like then more like an Asian background. Mm -hmm. And then you're in Germany with a very direct communication that do you feel there or do you know any example in the beginning where you uh, hit some something that was really disturbing it wasn't really maybe your former I don't think it was roommate. a <laughs> no, I'd rather not talk about my former roommate um, okay we skipped that it's okay it's, it was because uh, I think that also might just be a personal thing not just a cultural thing um, but yeah I for yeah just to clarify I had like a roommate that I was looking forward to moving in with when I first came to Germany and then I realized that we, our personalities just didn't very, match uh, yeah yeah very very not matching yeah so yeah I eventually moved out and yeah we didn't leave on the best terms but uh, I don't know I think you don't have to resolve all all like relationships and stuff like that but. Yeah, what was I going to? Um, but I, I don't think when I came to Germany that I was necessarily surprised by the way that people acted because we are like I already knew things like how strict Germans were with like not crossing the road when the light is red, like things like that. Oh yeah. And um, so I kind the of walking culture. Yeah, I actually assumed that it would be more than what it actually was. So I thought that Germans would, like, not cross when, like, they wouldn't jaywalk no matter what. Mm -hmm. But people still do it. I think just in general, there's a tendency to wait behind the... Maybe also, like, younger people are more... Yeah, yeah, easy true. ...easygoing and then... Whereas, true. like, the older generation, they would not tolerate any, like, small um, overstepping, any, mm -hmm. like, boundaries in terms of the law or... yeah. I think, um, but I think maybe some people might get a bit annoyed when Germans correct them. Yeah, that, that is a very, like, this is very common. No, I wouldn't say common, but it's something like you would, uh, yeah, correct people for mm -hmm. saying something wrong or yeah. like in public and it makes you feel, oh, I, because I remember you had some of these situations where somebody like, yeah. why didn't you do that? What, what, what was it like? You were inside was, the yeah, bus was, no, or was, in front of something like you, you, you felt was, like very, like you are 
almost like crying because somebody was. I, I don't oh, know. what? I was almost crying. When? I, I think it was some somebody like uh, was trying to tell you something in the bus or so. Some people were standing around, just just like basic example. And in then, Germany? Yeah, and then. Anyways, I I don't remember the example, but I think it's the the main uh, process would be getting corrected, getting oh, do you mean when I was when, with the fries? Yeah, with the fries. Oh, for, that's because I was depressed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> um, no, though I think the example that I was thinking of was like when. Uh, when I was like waiting at, I was riding my bike and I was waiting at um, an intersection and then an old man was like crossing the road and a car had kind of like stopped to let him cross. And then the man who was crossing was like signaling, like gesturing to the car ah, that okay. stopped Maybe that to like turn off his engine <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. so that he could save like, um, <laughs> save like fuel or whatever. But, like, the man just had to, like, cross the road and then the car would have been able to go on their way. But, the yeah, it was funny. I was just like, I, I think it's a good idea to not idle, but also I don't think that was the time <laughs> to turn yeah. off your engine. <laughs> turn off your engine. Save yeah. some energy. Think about the environment. But, yeah. I Germans think. are crazy about the environment. These, like, it, like is, that, it has some, some, some good aspects. Like, we don't have this... When we, we went to Canada or mm-hmm. comparing to the US, like, like there is le- le- there is an environmental awareness here that I really like. Mm-hmm. But when it gets into this like preachy stuff, yeah, I think that that is also really connected to the nonviolent communication because I think you cannot change people's behavior by being judgmental or being why didn't you do that like are you stupid like you you yeah. would not correct any person's behavior yeah. by offending especially someone right i mean right yeah exactly like especially have a group of people who are definitely who definitely hold a different set of beliefs from you you're not going to convince them to listen to you if you just like kind of go oh well like you're wrong and you're stupid and this is like mm. what you think is like is like dumb and you like are it's, it's like when you talk to like anti-vaxxers for example like you're not going to convert an anti-vaxxer by telling them that they're stupid and that they're yeah. like um because you have to understand like why people why people become anti-vaxxers it's because they are maybe getting the wrong information but they also have their own concerns they're concerned about their own children and they want they want um their children to be safe and um especially when you're misinformed it's so easy to hold on to these beliefs that you have um molded after receiving the wrong information yeah true that that it's so easy nowadays to be inside your bubble of your <laughs> of people who share the same opinion, right? Yeah. So, one um, podcaster that I like is uh, is I can't remember the name of. It. I don't know if it's convers- podcaster you like. Yeah, another. I think it's called a con- Casey Nice. No, it's called either con- yeah conversations with people who hate me, and this guy he um, finds because he has like a YouTube channel and he's managed to get hate mail and stuff, and so he's contacted some of these people who sent him hate mail and he asked them if they wanted to have a conversation with him and it might be over a certain topic like maybe oh, they, I would love to do yeah that. it's really cool it's and I and I think it's really interesting because you have people who have two different points of view and it's not even a debate it's not like trying to prove who's right or who's wrong it's just trying to find a mutual understanding and I think when people can learn to respect each other and understand where the other person is com- is coming from, then I think that's when something can happen. That's when change can happen. And that's why I think like communication is such an important thing that people should always try to work on. But yeah, if you want to check out that podcast, I will probably link it in the description. But yeah. Yeah, I think what you said about like for me... Also, an important aspect is that we are mostly striving for this recognition, a mm-hmm. recognition for being acknowledged. And uh, but basically, um, 
that is a part that's really it it sounds plain but it's it's highly underestimated by politics for instance mm -hmm. right now i remember this uh, example from the european or the euro crisis mm -hmm. so there there's one of the, One of these examples, I we I would like to do a, like a, a whole podcast on this case. But anyways, like basically about the the European crisis was for me also always been kind of like a communicational crisis because you what's have, the European crisis? The, the European crisis, uh, I mean, is the basically like the um the crisis that happened in southern europe mm -hmm. like this divide that came into being pretty much after the the, the financial market crash in 2008 mm -hmm. and 9 so there europe was pretty much divided into this Uh, southern European countries. I don't know if you um, yeah, know so much about that, but um, basically, so, so the southern European countries like Spain, Italy, Greece, they were all in uh, yeah in a pretty hard situation they they had a lot of debts and they accumulated um yeah state debts of course, like the countries weren't in the best shape, mm -hmm. but then the western countries they were building this block. I wouldn't say against it, but they were more, more financially sane. They were more into um, a, a better shape. But then it started with this like European help or rescue packages for Greece. But th one of the main things, because we always traveled through Greece, was that I perceived that it was that the core was. Of course, it was about finance, but it was also about communication because then the, the there was this gap in Europe between like the Western Europeans. They are the working countries. They do. They are. Um, they have good economies, whereas like the the Southerners, they are lazy. They just hang out in their cafe and drink their, I don't know, frappe or their, uh, I don't know, do their siesta. And it, so, some of it might be true. Of course, Southern Europe wasn't in the in. Uh, couldn't compete against Western Europe but it wasn't that efficient mm -hmm. in terms of economics but then I think the situation got worse and worse by calling them like by by not communicating about like what do we want uh, with our European project and how um, do we even find like a common base for a common uh, uh, politics which would be a common communication so yeah, that's just an example I keep like pondering about because like for me this crisis could have been maybe uh not averted but it, it could have been solved earlier and and then there are this whole process went down the the uh, the tubes in a way like so what do you think was lacking a rec recognition that uh, for instance germany we never went to the greek people for instance saying like yeah we we acknowledge your situation they got also a lot of things also connected to this refugee crisis mm -hmm. so there was no open debate about it like we <clears throat> we have this all these re rescue packages like they had to beg for money to to get rescue packages and then the but the core there was no direct appeal to the people saying okay we are on your side we help you we know you are in trouble <laughs> trying to use this framework now mm -hmm. we feel empathy with you mm -hmm. but we want uh, the better for you like we don't want to ruin your country so uh, it would be nice to have you change your uh, economy make it a bit more efficient so trying to use that framework mm -hmm. a bit now making it and in this way having a big debate or a direct appeal to the people also within this country could have maybe helped um, also the people because they feel a lot of a lot of our behavior is just connected to this feeling of uh, being recognized as a human being and, and stuff like that right mm -hmm. yeah I think um, I remember like well like it, I think in your um, your doctor thesis you were talking about also like the psychology Psy psychology of, yeah yeah of like um what is this this like international interdependency of like energy and how yeah, like yeah yeah i think it's um 
what I learned also from this PhD is a lot of stuff is still like psychology mm -hmm. and especially also with energy there are so many factors like the human factor is still there like just a like a basic example like uh, we put some sanctions in Russia Putin is trying to retaliate then the energy markets will also react to that so there is a big interdependency of also how our political leaders um, put our, how, how they interact so yeah. there's also a, a part of like if you offend somebody or let's say now the, this uh warmongering with Iran like this like they are totally isolated now in, in, a, in a national setting and then I think it's very true that this isolation leads to nowhere but I think a better communication could all could also be very helpful on 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 this international politics yeah I think also like some more less less on like a global scale but more just like on an interpersonal scale of like where communication goes wrong i'm just thinking of like how um like the ma the whole idea of proper communication is empathy and compassion and mm -hmm, yeah where that might fail is because people would rather um like try to elevate themselves or like by cracking a joke at someone else's expense yeah. or by, um, yeah, because it's like cool to be like edgy and to put someone down and stuff. And of course that will make you feel better about yourself, but it doesn't, any, it doesn't like resolve any conflict. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a domino piece where like it triggers yeah. some anti-reaction. -re it's hard though, because like you have to make a choice is like, do you want to, um, I guess in some people's mind, like, it's kind of like you've decided that something's not going to work out, so you're not even going to bother trying to repair it. Um, and instead, you would want to do something that makes yourself look better, or make, makes you feel better. Um, yes, I think that a lot of communications, like, you have to really make these decisions as to, like, what do you value and what's important to you? And um, Also, I yeah. think there should be a culture that doesn't allow to... I mean... I think between humans there will always be competition in a way, mm -hmm. which is uh, also what triggers us to be better. But there should not. I, I feel now there is more of a very rough culture. You have to like, you have to be strong. Like it's it's very much about like capitalism at its core com competition being competitive there's also all, like all countries are comparing themselves by their GDP which says nothing about are these are the people the society is actually like happy with the way they live or do do you want to have a lifestyle that is more sustainable that cannot be measured mm -hmm. or do you want to have more free time or maybe you want to have more t you don't want to work so much that you don't even have time to to raise kids or see your kids or see your yeah. relatives so that, that is also like these this, these factors that may be strengthening the this uh, strong communication that that leads to to nowhere they like it, it destroys the society i think mm -hmm. i think it would be much more healthy to have a communication that like you said that has empathy mm -hmm. that has something like what what do we want like for people to be good and to have a society that has collective goods that like the environment and the energy that we use is 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 for future generations and not for just like competing against like countries uh, yeah uh, who's the better in 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 a, in a very short-sighted way mm -hmm. do you have like um like a personal kind of like do you do you re like do you have an example of where you found that you, the way that you communicated has changed for a certain situation because you became a bit more um like aware of like the situations and the values and the differences between like you and the other party or group or whatever yeah i think i when i was growing up i was also more into this direct community like yeah why well, did you do that wrong but mm -hmm. i think i i i was always reading so i'm a fervent reader and i think reading puts you into the pay, place or the shoes of other people so i think for me i learned a lot of this stuff through reading mm -hmm. like i think empathy 
is something that you can learn through uh, reading a book, like a fact book, but mm -hmm. also through literature mm -hmm. or through like, this is actually the core also of art. Like you want to have, an, you, you want to understand other people. So you, you invent a story and you're trying to get into the other person's heads and why they are that behaving in a certain way uh, usually it's in a very extreme way mm -hmm. but I think that's how you learn um, uh, and I th yeah probably through I think for literature was very like my <laughs> my big it. passion yeah it's my big passion and I think it's it's I, I also had to learn a lot mm -hmm. I, th I think I was very like stubborn when I was a kid v very stubborn also and mm -hmm. very uh fixated on my own views but i think i got better mm -hmm. over time and i hope i can still maintain that because i i i was also like having a lot of more like arguments with people mm -hmm. a lot and i think that yeah just through reading and also try always trying to improve your communication you you get better in that and that it, it just helps you a lot in your life yeah What I like now about how, like, with the changing of times is that it's more okay for men especially to be emotional. And so it allows them to kind of express whenever they have, like, are feeling, like, scared or if they're feeling angry about something and or um, upset. And it's they don't always have to act macho like it's still a problem I would say but it's definitely getting a lot better and yeah. I think that you know especially when you're a teenager you have so much troubles like I feel like you when you're a teenager you feel like nobody really understands you and I think maybe it's because you're going through so many changes and you're not quite sure how to express it properly and um That's, it's basically, it comes down to like emotional intelligence and understanding yourself. Uh, Michael, my brother, he gave me, well, he didn't really like give it to me. I, I kind of asked if I could take it. <laughs> he has a book about emotional intelligence that he got from his work, actually, because I think his work val really values emotional intelligence. Really? Yeah, oh, he got that from work. Uh, and um, I saw the book lying I know, here. I, I want to read it, ah. but I just haven't gotten around okay, to it. Okay, we can do another. We can read it together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like... Of course, it's important to be intelligent, but emotional intelligence is something that is its own thing. Like you it can, is, yeah. Like you can be the smartest person in the world, but you might not understand how yeah. people feel. And exactly, like you can be like a borderline. Like you know these stories from super successful people mm -hmm. that are autistic, have like autism or sociopath. Whereas, like I think. You can learn more from art there that teaches you how to, um, yeah, have extreme situations. But uh, reading it or watching watching a, a, a good existential <laughs> movie can also t teach you a lot. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something that I want to read. I always like whenever it comes to book I, books, I always recommend this like nonviolent communication book just because I feel like. It's changed a lot about how I see conflict and how I try to go around it. I remember there was one time we had like a huge like argument over something that was pretty trivial, but I, but like I got really upset about it and I had to like take a minute to like figure out why I was so. And then you used the non kind. Yeah, non yeah. And I felt so to... stupid too because like it was such a like when you're using it for the first time, you have to like use it in this like really rigid structure that you're not used to speaking in. Because mm. I had to. St I had to start going when you do this I feel this and I need this can you do this and like it was just the structure for me was just like so awkward but for me that was the only way that I could explain why I was so upset about whatever I was upset about usually and, our problems are just about like you know like really like yeah they're very small, yeah like so like Uh, but maybe that that is the core also about like interpersonal yeah. relationship it can be triggered by, by I, a lot of things but I think we were also can solve it by, by good communication yeah and I think like the two of us were always like learning new things about each other so um, we I don't know you kind of learn about what each person values and yeah and I think like 
listening also is just like a huge thing, especially like I've had to tell you that like, um, like sometimes you don't have to fix my problems because I have like, I have depression yeah, and yeah, like, yeah depression is something that will, I will always have to deal with because it's just a medical thing. And sometimes you don't have to try to fix it. I just want you to listen. And I think it requires learning how to communicate what you want from somebody. So I had to tell you, I was like, I, I don't want you to try to fix my problems. I just want you to listen to me. And like, this is what, this is what I'm going through. And I think like we've gotten a lot better at it over yeah, the years. I think so. But um, yeah, that's my uh, little spiel. The spiel. Spiel. Did you know that spiel means game? Because <laughs> like in uh, really <laughs> no, because like when I like in English we use the word spiel yeah, no, all the no, time, no, spiel, eh? and like he's like that's my spiel. But yeah. like you say you're saying like it's just your um, like your routine or like your. Uh, like your when you have a when you have like a speech or like a pitch this is like your spiel you just go through it yeah, it's but, funny there are so, some german words also but do you say it in the same way in german because i feel like it's a completely wait uh eh, no probably not yeah i don't I think, think so maybe we, we had this podcast on concept words and i think for me it sounds like a concept word maybe in it english. comes from yiddish or something yeah i think it's yiddish yeah because it had this sh yeah and then like like a schmuck <laughs> shabanak <laughs> shmoo well like yeah because i think yeah it, it might come from yiddish sh i don't know yeah the um, what do i want to say i yeah, I wanted to ask you if you have uh, other examples from business, maybe. From business. Where, where you use the framework, pro probably not so openly. Yeah, I or think that. Okay. No, like, I think I've used it with, like, when I've, like, I use it on. Email or personal or. I or use it on, like, a daily basis. Like, not not in the necessarily one, two, three, four observation feelings. And, like, I don't, I don't go through it like that. But I do, um, for example, when something happens, I try to make sure that I'm. Um, being clear as to like what I'm talking about when I'm referring to something, um, I don't just make a broad statement like you never do this. When I I'll, if I if like something, um, if like something needs to be addressed, I'll be like, okay, this is what the situation is, and um, like since we it's a working environment, we all have the same ideal like idea of like what what is like. Um, for example, in coding, we have certain coding mm. standards. So I say, okay, if you in the like in our coding standards here, we need to have it look like this. So could you just make these changes? So it's yeah, it doesn't. You don't have to in introduce your feelings if it's not necessary. The code makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> your code makes yeah, me feel. Yeah. It makes me feel sad. It makes me feel pain. <laughs> Afraid. <laughs> Um, no, but <laughs> I think, no, but I did like, I, I do have these conversations with like, um, what I like about where I'm currently working is that the, our bosses will have like, um, like a meeting every, every couple of months just to talk to each of, um, each of its employees and just talk about what they think about the company and what changes they think should be made and, um, what's working for them, what's not working for them. And these are great opportunities to kind of express how, like, how things are going. And, um, for example, if you think that, um, if you think that you're not being challenged enough, you, you can say, oh, I've been doing this, but, um, but I'm feeling a bit, I don't know, um, I don't know, you can say upset, or I'm feeling like confused or something because um, I want to, I, I want to improve myself and um, like, what can I do to, what can I do to bring myself more challenges and uh -huh. what can I do to... Yeah, that sounds already pretty cool for a boss to... to when I, like I, I just thought like I, w I would be your boss and somebody yeah. <laughs> telling me that I yeah. would be like super happy like, yeah. well that, that is like the the dream of an employee to have like asking like in this like structure to yeah. what, what what can I do to be better uh, to improve yeah because it's not it's not you don't just go like oh it's not challenging and then you're like okay now what like, i'm the best yeah but if you say like i want to i i want to like get better in in this i, got, I want to rise 
the ranks yeah. <laughs> in my career and like I what do I more. Yeah, I want to earn more money. Like, what what do I need to do to the get there? Door. And like, you can say like, what do you expect of me as an employee to get to that place? And I think it's, um, yeah, I think this whole like emotional and compassionate um, style of talking isn't just for talking to like your partner or to like whatever. It can also be used in a corporate sense. And um, in the book, they even talk about a political like example where it also applies. Oh my God. I, now that you're talking, I had so many political examples yeah. again in my mind think, where people, I'm not quoting anybody, are getting offended by on a daily basis, <laughs> like whole groups, genders, yeah. races. Yeah. And then hmm, maybe that is not like the the best way to to address people by mm -hmm. offending them yeah it's always complicated because you also have to if somebody is being offensive you also have to understand why they're being offensive um are they being offensive because they feel like they don't have power and they need to reestablish the sense of being in power um, what if an offender is so offensive that you feel you have to be offensive against the offender. I think you have to first understand what you're trying to get out of the situation. Are you trying to change that person's point of view? Because that might not happen, and you have to come to terms with that. Um, what you can do is either alienate them more, or you can um, not involve yourself in the situation, or you can try to make an attempt to find a middle ground. And um, whether or not that person will change, that's up to them. You have no control about, no control over like what their actions are. You only have control over your own actions. So it's really not so much are they going to change. It's more of like how are you going to react in this situation. Sure, you cannot change people anyways. No. That's like I think that's one of the lessons you you have to to learn and yeah. when you get older like you will not change people. Yeah, I think I've I think as I get older the less um yeah, the less like I am searching for this like need to be like have like that witty punchline or whatever. Yeah. Um I just kind of like if I you have to just like pick your battles because I feel like everything takes up energy and you can you have to decide exactly. like where that you want to put your energy yeah. into. <laughs> such a waste of like it is such a waste of energy to talk to some people like just yeah. let like this is what I like about like Buddhism or so like just mm -hmm. just let it go just yeah. like it's such a waste why why would you like yeah waste your energy with like negativity and people that are trying to like talk down on you and yeah. you're like okay just, phew, yeah whatever. it requires a lot of self-reflection is that is that a double it requires a lot of reflection <laughs> because um you have to understand you have to ask yourself like what do I actually want out of this situation or what do, what am what am, like what's valuable to me and what do I want to accomplish and um what am I okay with not like what am I okay with not doing? Like if I, if I don't do anything in this situation, will it be okay or will it have negative consequences? And sometimes like, sometimes nothing will change if you do something and you have to kind of try to forecast what will happen when you take certain actions. And yeah. I think that's a for male. As, as a kid, I know I, I felt a lot of like violence in me <laughs> yeah what do you no, mean like just like the when somebody says something like negative about you, you just have this oh like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah there's more like anger anger in in, in male i think mm -hmm. in general so there is even more need to let it go yeah. and le learn to control it yeah so one so so i think there are i remember from lore conrad lorenz he wrote a book about evolution biologist he's a bit of a uh, weird guy now <laughs> okay whatever like he's a weirdo <laughs> now he, he's, he's like one of the founding figures for evolution uh, what is like evolutionary biology or mm -hmm. sociobiology he observed okay. like how um uh wild geese how they're interacting like he really sat down studied animals wrote down his observations mm -hmm. but then he drifted a bit apart but he was a nazi like I can, oh, I just, okay but he, i think one of the, the books are still interesting mm -hmm. so i read this lawrence book about like how what you can learn i forgot the title like the, his main important work and uh what you can do and he had two 
um, main recommendations that I always um, still like um, in, in my mind till till now. One is sports. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is the best way to release any like negativity. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is art. So these mm-hmm. are the the two things where you can, um, yeah, let go your negativity and, um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, when nobody gets hurt, right? Yeah. Like uh, sports is like an, uh, probably like, uh, uh, how do you say, like a mark, not like a. The, the one of the earliest ways how humans trying to uh, train themselves for war. So like, mm-hmm. is it, but it's nobody gets hurt. So that's the main, main thing. It's yeah. just a game. Yeah. It's a spiel. Yeah. I think um, what like it's also important to acknowledge that anger is not necessarily bad because um, sometimes we oops that's my phone. Sometimes we get angry because something that we value is completely. Um, violated so like if someone makes fun of you like of like of course you'd be angry because you don't want like especially if if it's you like you are building yourself off of your own beliefs and like you are trying to follow you're trying to do the best that you can 100 percent, yeah so i think being angry is valid but uh, yeah and you just have to make sure that you're not being destructive i think sports are really good you just have to um it's a good way to get yourself to focus and to kind of just take your mind off of something and and kind of funnel that energy into something else but i think it's also important to understand your emotions like you can't just run away from it and just go do sports or whatever yeah i know that like some people might use sports as their escape but i think it's also important to address the things that are bothering you and to and to like acknowledge and explain to somebody what's wrong because you can only you can only run away as for like for so long before it kind of damages whatever relationship you have with the person that you're angry with or something yeah what you said is very true i think anger is not necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. and i think that acknowledging now a lot of people feel uh not acknowledged that is again like yes. this recognition thing yeah so they they that is why they develop the anger it's not because uh we have a wrong communication bad communication they don't they don't get addressed at all mm-hmm. like that is why they have the anger yeah that's when you say okay you are in a bad place right now your whole groups are maybe in a bad situation right now Mm -hmm. and they they've been like not acknowledged for for um suffering or Mm -hmm. so that's when you when people get angry yeah and it's it's very important also i i would say that Mm -hmm. you 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 um yeah you acknowledge the fact that you you feel anger Mm -hmm. like it's a it's an emotion and it has a meaning for us i think but yeah it shouldn't be destructive Mm -hmm. but for yourself or for other people yeah you can use it like artists use anger like a lot of my favorite artists are very like angry persons actually Mm -hmm. like think about also like some some famous novels like there there are a lot of like the most interesting characters in literature or look at tv shows like breaking bad they're about people who are angry who are not acknowledged that is a like fuel for art for creative creativity Mm -hmm. and that is like what logan said it's sports and art so i think anger is in this way positive for Mm -hmm. like leaving out your emotions whatever you're feeling like suffering of life or whatever and then you just like put it like a a, a, action painting by pollock or by warhol yeah like let it go into this realm of uh of a pain, great painting or a, uh, like music, like there's mm-hmm. whole uh, symphonies yeah. or operas. Hip hop, yeah, hip hop. Hip is a great example. And crump, the dance t- style is like something that came from, um, or like yeah, like even uh, like some forms of dance, like capoeira, like that's supposed Ca- yeah, to be like a fighting to dance. It's like, a, like come flashed on. Yeah, um, to hide the fact that you're <laughs> training. They actually like training for for the uprising. Yeah. One sec, sorry, I'm just gonna turn off my notification. So yeah, I think a lot of yeah interesting 
artists, uh, revelations, art. So probably for science, also mm-hmm. a lot of people like stuff is people that are angry and then they have something that they want to have a great in, uh, invention because they want to be recognized. So it's all about this recognition and having a, a good communication and being a, mm. being um, um, acknowledged. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh, sorry, I no, interrupted no. you. I was just thinking because, like, you know how, like, a lot of art and, like, music and stuff is more, like, angry or sad, and maybe that's because this is people funneling these emotions in a way that's, like, not personally attacking somebody, I guess. So, like, whereas if you're happy, then you're not, like, like you can write a song, but you're more likely to actually just, like, share that happiness with somebody else, with, like, a person. Mm versus if you're angry like you don't want to put that on somebody else instead you want to channel it to something yeah like it, it channels your more like you listen to nirvana or amy winehouse or mm-hmm. other great artists or eminem whatever who mm-hmm. who really put their anger into their records yeah. and then you can feel it but not like you you've, you have this compassion for their situation or yeah whatever they they've been through and then it kind of releases something that's Mm -hmm. inside of you that uh, yeah catharsis yeah and yeah you have you just feel good afterwards Mm -hmm. you feel somebody maybe just has a similar you're in a bad place they are in a bad place you feel better (laughs) like compassion like you feel you're Mm -hmm. not alone yeah totally I'm just like trying to think of other like situations where uh, communication. Oh yeah, right. Did you want to do the um, the five love language um, test? Sure. I have like this thing pulled out. Let's see if Tobias can do it. Um, obviously, I'm gonna cut out the parts that are like too much like talking and stuff and awkward pauses. But it's a quick it's a quick quiz. Okay, I'll let you go through it. And basically, it's going through the five different love languages, which are... Um, so there's receiving gifts, there's words of affirmation, there's acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. I can, like... You, you can go through it, and I'll just kind of, like, read out. Uh, so I'll post a link to the quiz that I'm doing. I got a lot of my friends to do it, too, just because it's fun to, like, see how people like some people would rather just get words of affirmation rather than I don't know like people don't enjoy like physical touch or something like that um but yeah I think I think you also know what mine probably like my strongest one is but I want to see what order you get yours in and how how strong they are other quizzes that I'm always like interested in doing is like those Myers Briggs quizzes. Myers Briggs, yeah, this is a cool one. I have. I was gonna retake mine today because I was like, maybe I have changed over the past few months because I feel like I have in terms of like, especially introversion and extroversion. I feel like lately I've been a lot more introverted than I have been for a while. Or maybe I've just been lying to myself all these years. <laughs> and I'm not as extroverted as I thought I was. <laughs> okay, I'm done. What'd you get? Whoa, you got, you got like, okay. So you have 12 points for physical touch, 8 points for words of affirmation, 5 points for quality time, 4 points for acts of service, and 1 for, for receiving gifts. So that's physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, Acts of service, receiving gifts. So, just explain a bit of what. So, the test is about what is your love language, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, love language is basically what is the best way to communicate how you feel towards somebody. So, like for some people, um, they would they feel they feel more loved when somebody does stuff for them. So like if you do if you do this for me then like I, I really appreciate it because I'm so grateful that you want to do stuff for me. Or like giving gifts like oh I'm I'm so happy that you thought of me and you picked this up like picked up this and you <laughs> just bought Just give me gifts. I just want gifts. <laughs> Thank Why you so you much. For... <laughs> I just want gifts. No, but like it could even be just like um 
<laughs> yeah, like, kind of like, but it could also be like handmade things. So like when kids like make um, like a drawing, cool. drawing for their parents, like that could be their way of like showing so affection. The, just the categories: physical touch, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So you have to answer these questions that we read out loud, all right? In the beginning, then there are more and more of these questions, and then you answer according to your uh, what you feel is the best answer, mm-hmm. and then you get this scoreboard and in my case it's the physical touch with 12 mm-hmm. led by words of affirmation by 8 quality time 5 extra service 4 receiving gifts 1 mine mine is <laughs> I'm totally like not into materialistic things yeah no, same here i i have like What's receiving gifts first? first one is physical touch as well oh. yeah so tobias and i we always like we always like hold hands and then if we're sitting on the bus we like put our arms on each other like stuff like that but we're not very like pda people we're just more of like like not in terms of like PD in terms of like kissing in public, but we, but we it's more of like yeah holding hands and just kind of like. What's your uh, second? My second one is quality time. Quality time is also cool. And then my third, my third and fourth are tied, and this was yeah acts of Gifts. service and words of affirmation. Gifts, yeah. <laughs> Gifts is number one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the gifts. That's um, but yeah, so acts of service and words of affirmation. And I think for, those ones are actually still pretty high for me. I think it's especially um, it's especially useful for like me with like depression. I feel like as somebody who does have depression, I feel like I always need. I, I would have um, thought then words of affirmation would also be higher in yours. Yeah, they are high. Well, like, quality time is actually pretty high up there. I was a bit unsure because I think it depended on the situation. Yeah, I mean, these tests are all about, like, like, what's the first thing? Also, it's by your current situation, right? Yeah. How... Like, if you had a great day, you would probably ask... Yeah, exactly, yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like I'm a very different person depending on my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, yeah, in terms... Like, words of affirmation and acts of service, those ones are especially good for me when I'm depressed because I feel like um, there's a... Just, like, when with depression, there's a lot of, like, self-doubt and um, I just, like... Uh, I'm, like, not able to do a lot of things. Um Yep, that's it. Yeah, do the tests. It's called the five love languages. It's cool. oh, do you know what's so- cute? I was um, I was on the train. This was back when I was with um, I was like on the train with one of my friends, and I think he was talking about his like relationship problems. And I was like, and sitting across from us was like an older couple, and they were German, but I'm pretty sure they understood our conversation. We were speaking in English. And like, um, yeah, with his problem, I was just like, oh, like maybe you need to like figure out what your what her love language is because maybe she's expressing how she feels for you in a different way than you expect that she sh- she is. Like for us, we're pretty lucky that we match that both of ours are physical touch. But like, what if you valued more of like, um, what if you valued more like acts of service and like. You felt more. I don't think you would match in the first place. Yeah, so I think that would make no sense. Yeah. If you're, let's say, if you're a physical touch person, and then the other person is receiving gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to touch. No, give me a gift. (laughs) Yeah, I think there is a good. There's going to be a lot of like compromise that has to be made in those kinds of situations. I I think there there should be. It, it doesn't have to be 100% equal, mm-hmm. but I think like it should be roughly like a similar pattern. Yeah. I think that's why for us, it would be very difficult for us to try doing something like long distance. Oh, yeah. I think it's really important to kind of understand yourself. And I think a lot of people should spend some time kind of like... It's like there's always this conflict of, as to whether you want to like put labels on things or if you just want to... Um, if you don't want, like some people don't like putting labels on things. I find that it helps because it gives me room to, um, like it sets a sort of standard for me to be like, okay, so like this is your love language and I can work around that. I, I, I didn't, it's very interesting. I never 
Like, I, I never thought about it. This is a very cool test. I yeah, I like this you one. You guys got it. Try it out. It's, it's very cool. Try it out. And yeah, I think I guess we'll leave it at that, unless you wanted something to say to Tobias. You have the final words. You're, you're the person that... This is my... Should, yeah, that is this your is podcast. Th- this is my topic amazing. for today. It was one of my favorites so far. It's, Thanks. Thank yeah. you for the words of affirmation. That's a word of affirmation. <laughs> That's what you need. You get a physical touch. Thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you like this episode, let us know and um, send us a tweet right on Facebook. Yeah, we have a Facebook. And, uh, Facebook now. Or mess- if you're one of my friends on Discord, you can tell me on Discord as well. Um, and yeah, as always, I'm so grateful for everybody who listens to our podcasts. Um and it's a great way for Tobias and I to kind of just like talk about the things that we I'm always looking forward to doing it yeah so much fun it always takes me like a lot of effort to get started you you, you need to get started but when you started you're on fire I see that you also enjoy yeah no I do it's not like I don't enjoy it it always takes me a while to get started but yeah I do enjoy it and I'm really appreciative of everybody who listens and um feedbacks yeah positive right now it's so cool if there is like a topic you want us to discuss just let us know i know that some people have made some requests and yeah i think that in the future we're going to um talk about those um but yeah if you do have something you want to listen to if you have any questions for us yeah just let us know let us know until then we'll see you next time see you guys bye bye